Hey, do you ever wish for more time and money to build your business? (laughs) Who doesn't? Well, in this bonus episode of the Small Business Big Marketing Show, I have the solution for you. Hey, g'day team. Welcome back. Timbo Reid here. This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show. It's a bonus episode and I am rushing to get it to you because I think it's important that you hear this information. You heard right at the top of the show, I have a solution for you that's going to provide you more time and more money in your business, only if you action what we talk about. Might seem a bit far-fetched, but stick with me. Now, what you're about to listen to is a chat I had only yesterday with business outsourcing expert David Warren. Now, if you don't know who David is by now, it will become very clear in the first few minutes of this interview. Suffice to say, he does own all the tall ships on Sydney Harbour, an iconic Australian business. He now lives in the Philippines with his beautiful family, and he runs a great business called Cornerstone Business Solutions. He's a long-time friend of the show. I know many listeners have utilised his services and benefited from it. And basically, Cornerstone is there to help Aussie business owners create more freedom. And who doesn't want a bit of that, hey? You're running around like a, what do they say, a chook without a head? Not enough time, not enough cash flow, not enough money to invest back in the business? Well, we address that head on because David has actually addressed that with the Sydney Tall Ships business. Now, a couple of points to note before we get stuck in. At the end of our chat, you will be invited to join me in the Philippines for four days this coming June. Yep, got a small tour happening over there. It's the second one. We did it last year, and I would love to see you on it this year. Details on that at the end. Now, if the tour is not for you, you will also be given the opportunity to chat directly with David and one of his offsiders, Gary, who will get you ready to outsource. If you've got any inkling that outsourcing some of the tasks in your business is a good way to go, then you are going to have the opportunity to talk directly to David. You can t- cut to the chase if you want to see those uh, details over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash freedom. A little video I have done and a links to a couple of wonderful offers that are there to help you create the freedom. The audio uh, is from a webinar and every now and then I refer to a slide, but don't worry, you don't need to see those slides. Sit back with a pen and paper and enjoy the insights you're about to get. Now, I've got to laugh. We had a few issues at the start of the webinar, which I won't bore you with. Suffice to say, it was a little bit stressful, but we got through it. And once we got going, David shared a very good story about day one when he launched the Sydney Tall Ships business. Tim, on my very first day, we'd spent months getting the ship ready. Um, it's a bit like this webinar, really. Uh, months getting the ship ready. We'd spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars on the Sunday Telegraph with ads. We're all ready to go. 
first day we couldn't get the engine running and then we and after 15 or 20 minutes late we ended up with two customers on board which i think were my grandmother's friends so uh, <laughs> non-paying. Uh, non-paying customers. <laughs> that was a wonderful start. And then we obviously we've we've come a long way since then. So if a webinar starts a little slow, it's not such a bad Well, one. absolutely, mate. And, you know, the Sydney Tall Ships business being the iconic Australian business that it is now. Hey, what a great start. So, <laughs> team, here's the thing. Three years ago, I get this phone call from this guy, David Warren, and David goes, you don't know me, but I've been searching on Google for marketing and small business blokes, you keep popping up. Anyway, I said, well, no, I don't know you, but you sound like an interesting bloke. He says, well, I own all the tall ships on Sydney Harbour. He says, I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of kind of work with you. So long story short, I happened to be in Sydney the following week, caught up with David, had a beer, had a feed. By 11 o'clock that night, I am actually up in the crow's nest sitting with David on a tall ship overlooking Sydney Harbour. I think we had a couple of Bundys and Cokes at the same time, Dave. And at that point, I struck a friendship with this amazing guy. I then suggested to him, hey, why don't you come on the Small Business Big Marketing Show? Because Australia needs to hear your story. It's an amazing, amazing business story because he built this Sydney tall ships business from almost nothing. His first tall ship was a a rotting tall ship that was sitting idle in the harbour and he built it out to this amazing business. So he comes on my show and that picture you see right there is the interview in the show notes of that that took place three years ago. And it was wonderful. Got some amazing feedback and everyone's going, David Warren is amazing. And there he is sitting up, standing up on one of the booms, I think they call it, looking all very happy. And then something happened. David disappeared. He just disappeared. And then he popped up. And there he is, not looking so happy this time, Dave. (laughs) He contacted me about just over a year ago. I said, mate, where have you been? He said, it gets tough running a business in Australia. He, gets, he said it gets the staff costs get out of control. He had a $1.2 million wages bill. He had staffing issues. He wasn't getting as much done as he wanted to. So he took off to the Philippines. I mean, this is the shorter bridge story. He took off to the Philippines. He moved the whole of Sydney Tall Ships business over to the Philippines and turned it around. He didn't move the ships over. They're still in the harbour. But the rest of the business, the, the 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 outbound calling, the inbound calling, the administration, the bookkeeping, the data input, the data out, all that stuff was sent to the Philippines. And he's turned his business around by dropping costs by 90% and increasing turnover by 21%. And now he lives a very happy existence. And in fact, just recently on Australia Day, this photo is a picture of David and his staff having an absolute ball celebrating the success that is now Sydney Tall Ships and subsequently he has opened a business called Cornerstone Business Solutions, which is offering other Australian businesses the opportunities and the solutions that Sydney Tall Ships have. Dave, I'm just going to get you to take us back for a minute to this. I think it's a sad photo, mate. I'm looking in your eyes. You're trying to smile, but I don't believe you. Well, you can see I'm on that ship called the Soren Larsen. The pro, uh, it was the the flagship of the, bi, uh, the the flagship of the bicentennial reenactment in 1988. A beautiful ship, 160 feet. I'm. How are you feeling? To be honest, I'm sure the, the listeners will understand this emotion. 
this is probably if this is a few years into the game here. Timbo, you, you grow your sales. You put everything on the line. These are these are amazing. There's a lot of emotion tied up in these ships. They're absolutely beautiful. There's a lot of ego tied up in these ships. You put you're going for it. You're increasing your sales. You're building your revenue. You're building your relationships. There's a butt coming. There's a big butt. At the same time, you think the, I was thinking that the secret was to keep building the sales that one day, one day soon I was promising Alison, my wife Alison, my young family, one day soon it will be all right. One day soon we'll break through this. If only if I can get more sales, if only if I can get more people on board. At the same time, of course, costs are growing, rent, refits, people, phone and communication, all the things that are associated with building a business. It's just an enormous stressful point. There was never anything left over for Alison and I, and it's very stressful. I haven't seen that photo, funny enough, for a long time. You're not tearing up with us, are you, mate? No, but the, the pressure of business is, is hard work, Tim. Small business, mate. It is, People mate. put I everything on the, the line. Time. I look at that photo and I'm feeling it. The cost of doing business in Australia, and we love Australia, We're like it's the lucky country. We get that. We acknowledge that. But boy, oh boy, can it be an expensive thing to do. I mean, you $1.2 million wages bill per annum, mate. I mean... It was actually you, more you, than that, Tim. That's, that's, right. just, that's, actually, that's actually not quite right. I, that's what I was able to save um, for my wage bill. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so that was a big wages bill. Uh, extensive. What, what actually happens is, all right, I'd have a, so I'd have to have, we have, we have over 100,000 people on board the ships today, in these, you know, this year. What actually ends up happening is you end up having call people on, on ready to take calls. Weekend, busy. Friday, Saturday, Saturday afternoons, extremely busy. And then a southerly buster would come through or they'd be rainy and horrible. So, and I'd get a few calls. So, I'd have one of my biggest problems on board with my little business was making sure I could answer the calls, making sure, and I had agents, concierges from all over Sydney ringing in at times. If you didn't take the call, I didn't get the business. And then, you know, and Sydney's not, I mean, I love Sydney, but it's not perfect and we get some pretty crappy weather sometimes, right? Yeah. So that's just yeah. one example. I'm covering I'm having expenses and um, quite often not having the income to even cover those expenses. That's one of the reasons I had to change my tact. Yeah, boom, boom, excuse the pun. So so here's the thing, guys. We're on this webinar because we're finding the cost of doing business in Australia expensive. We're finding that the opportunities that we'd love to explore, whether they be in marketing or the way we manage our finances or our HR opportunities, sometimes we just can't do them because it's too expensive. To put that extra person on is going to cost you fifty, sixty, dollars $100,000. You know, you know, I asked for a change to one of my websites recently, and it was 155 bucks, 150 bucks an hour plus GST. From and it's like, like I get that, I, I get that that's what the person has to charge in Australia, but there is an easier way of doing it. And as I said, David has turned the Sydney tall ships business around; it is now absolutely humming along. 
And now he started a business called Cornerstone Business Solutions over in the Philippines that is offering the same solutions that he's created for that for his tall ships business to other businesses in Australia. So to that end, Dave, why don't we get stuck in to five secrets to creating your free, to creating freedom in your business that you've discovered along the way? Because I think, Dave, I don't know about you, but if you can reflect back on your time before heading over to the Philippines. You'd heard about this outsourcing thing. You'd heard the Philippines was an amazing country to do it in because of, you know, no language barrier, highly educated people. The time zone difference is very minimal. Uh, Three hours in daylight savings, two hours now. So you'd heard all about it, but there were probably some limiting beliefs that you had in order to Limiting really beliefs, Tim, that's, that's an understatement. I went over, I first started, I honestly just thought I might be able to reduce a couple of people down. And, well, I thought, well that's pretty exciting. I can reduce a, you know, somebody on the telephone cost me fifty dollars to $60,000 to, you know, five or $6,000 um, a year. That's pretty exciting. That puts real money in my back pocket. That'll do. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I accept as soon as I got on the ground and as soon as I discovered what was really possible, I mean, I literally transformed. I took, I said, why not do all of our accounting, do all of our agents, do all of my charters, logistics, all of my phone calls. And um, that was just the beginning, really. So it took me three months. Wow, three, that's so short, so short. And, and I, I think we need to make clear up front, Dave, before we go into secret number one, that... These solutions, I mean, David's an extreme bloke team. He goes, and when he's got an idea, he runs with it. He has moved himself and his family to the Philippines. You don't um, buy a tall ship, Timbo, against <laughs> a thousand people's um, best wishes or, or experience um, in, in that instance. At the same time, Timbo, just, just going back, and I'm sure people experience this, hmm. the thousand people told me before I left and before I did my homework that it would never work that you had to keep it simple. It had to be simple process or whatever the reasons were. As, as many people told me that the outsourcing mm. solution wouldn't work for me as what people – you should never buy a tall ship, David. So, yeah. The, Sorry, the point I want to make clear, though, is this is not – anything we share with you today, team, is not requiring you to move to the Philippines. The solutions require you to stay here, run that beautiful business of yours uh, and work on it more than in it. And I think that's the secret. So let's get to number one. Uh, just going to go to questions, Dave. It's from Dan. He says, guys, when there is time for oh, when there is time for a question, Dan, wondering if you think a business in startup mode would benefit from these services. Um, <laughs> yes, they would. There is some absolute requirements, obviously cash flow being one. But, you know, outsourcing in those early stages of startup can absolutely benefit you in the long run. Uh, a mate, in fact, the, the last interview I did was with a fellow, Jules Lund, and he's started a business called Tribe. And in order for him to get that up and running, the very first thing he did was outsource a lot of the app development, a lot of the website development, a lot of the SEO. Because if he wanted to get that up and running purely 100% within Australia, Jules wouldn't have been able to afford it, right? So it does apply 
Dan, to to businesses who are in startup mode, but you still got to have the cash flow. Okay, super I don't mean num- to be rude, Dan. I don't mean to be rude, Dan, at all. I promise you, full respect and good on you. But start with the end in mind. Why not utilize every single bit of capital that you have to the best means, rather than mm-hmm. and having to to go through the rigmarole and and through the process of outsourcing and building process. Build it from day one offshore. And by the way, there are some which you're about to discover. There are some amazing advantages for you doing that as well, tax-wise. Well, to that end, so. little known Sorry, secret mate. number one, Dave: you can reduce <laughs> your running costs by ninety percent. Mm. Yep, nine zero. Really, really? Yeah, really, Tim. So <laughs> you've called um, you pulled you've called me BS on that. Maybe twelve <laughs> months ago, Tim, you I called did. me BS on that, yeah. and very skeptically. With you know, very tongue in cheek, oh, you came over and wanted to prove that for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this is not the first time I've explained this, but look, almost sounds too good to be true. Get it? Except I did it. I was able to reduce my my my, my cost within my business by 1.2 million annualised within three months. How? Not only was I able to reduce my labour costs, so my labour costs sort of around about 75% or maybe, maybe a little bit more. But the, by getting rid of people on the ground, I was also able to get rid of office space that I just didn't need, um, which was number one. Just, it has this compounding effect. I don't need the answering services. I don't need the telecommunication costs. Mm. I don't need the tape. I don't, I don't need the parking costs. Um, I don't need all the internet costs. There's just one thing. It's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful effect when you keep, you don't have. I don't need the computers. I don't need the internet um, or the IT support um, that I was paying a hundred and something dollars or whatever it was regularly. Um, does that make sense? So it was, look, it's not just labour in my instance. I needed to reduce my costs. I had major seasonal ups and downs, massive costs in winter, great cash flow in summer. Uh, I had to be able to manage that through to be able to put a, more money in my back, more money in my 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 um in my bank account. Can so I didn't lose some, it all over winter. Some specific examples of uh, I don't know how far you can go, Dave, but like what you were paying a particular job in um, in Australia, uh, let's say an outbound caller, to what you were pay you are now paying that same job in the Philippines. And the difference in the output. Great. But your question is very typical of um, somebody who, or small business owners, or where I was before I got started. So you went straight to a fairly basic telemarketer, inbound, outbound, customer service, customer support person. But I'm saying to you that this is, this is the greatest thing. I actually have, you've met Jessica. I was able to replace a $140,000 a year marketing director with Cheska. She's been with me since day one. She's Wonderful. awesome. Um, she was trained by Alison, my wife, and she gets it. She, um, she, I think, you know, um, well, she's she's about ten thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. so um, significantly less cost there, right? A telemarketer, fifty thousand, fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year, now costs me three hundred and sixty or four hundred and fifty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So, you do the same. And, and what about output, Dave? Are we getting the, the same quality of output, or do you need 
two uh, Filipino people to do the same job as that one Australian? I think I know the answer to this. Classic, classic. Good on you. So this is right back to day one again. That's something day that a lot of a lot of people would have – that's something that a lot of people said to me. Oh, yeah. But the, the truth of the matter is we have Supermum, or, or her name's Janelle, we have Nice, we have Anna. These are all guys on the phone. They've all been with me since day one. They handle the telephones. They're friendly. They're kind. I actually – you know, strategically ask them and train them to spend more time with our clients. So in the old days, I had to move on quickly. The phone was ringing, and so we didn't, you know, we didn't want it to go through to an answering machine. As we all know, if we answer that call within, um, we get back to that inquiry, answer that call, our conversion is going to be a, a lot higher than if it goes through to an answering machine or an answering service. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are answering the phone from 9 a.m. Sydney time to 6 p.m. Um, Sydney time, all every day of the year. Mm. So and one to one, they one to one. I do have one or two more people on the phone simply because I want to give my strategically. I want to give my customers more information. I want them to make a good decision. I want yeah, them right. to know about my add-on. So we, you know, we measure how much you know which each person's able to add on. We have mask climb, open bar options. These are all cream for me, which I've been able to realise. Tim, did that Love strategy? That. Did that understand? Totally. Um, guys, um, any questions, please um, chat them through as we go. If anything's not making sense, if there are any doubts, you've got any limiting beliefs, any comments you want to make, I'm looking at the uh, at the chat column and looking out for what you've got. So a little known secret number one, reduce your running costs a lot. Little known secret number two, opportunities will reveal themselves, I love this one, that you've never even considered. What do you mean by that, Dave? You're, 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 you're at the coalface. You're managing, you're running your business um, heavily. You're, you're, you know, I was, I'm sure other people feel a frustration from not having the resources available to, so a, a, a perception that they don't have the resources available to look after the customers they'd like to do. You're, you're, you're working hard, you're answering the phone, you're, it's bloody hard work. When you start, have people and you build the structure and you get able, you you start to you see other opportunities within your business what's possible for you, what yeah, areas right. that you're not seeing to grow your business or reduce costs or deliver better customer experiences i would never have thought it possible to ring every single customer an hour within a couple of hours before getting on the ship um, from, you know, on behalf of David, welcome aboard. It's a look, look, there is expecting some rain this afternoon, but we're all set to go and the beer's cold. Just want to let you know that we're looking forward to seeing you on board. A personal touch you'd never expect. You'd never mm-hmm. think in the world you'd be able to afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one example in my life of regards when you've suddenly got resources that you weren't able to. Um, this is this is exciting because there are so many business or all business owners out there really who there's things in their business they want to do but they can't necessarily afford to do they don't have the resources to do it it all seems a bit hard and then there are those business owners that you know just don't know what's possible and for this to happen for for the out, outsourcing to the Philippines to be able to open this part of your mind up to reveal opportunities that are going to take your business to the next level. It's just incredibly exciting because I I see so many small business owners, because being a marketing guy, you know, it's like 
the, the people come up to me and they say, oh, you know, I, I was, I'm thinking of doing this or I was going to do this. It's like, well, Gunner is kind of not going to get it done. Why haven't you done it? And often it comes, well, always it comes down to cost and lack of resources. And once that, once that barrier is removed, once that limiting belief is smashed, all these opportunities will reveal themselves. Two little, one, I, I want to give you what, yeah, I really do. Just, just, I just, I keep talking about tall chips. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. It was a great start for me. We know, but my client, just going to give you a couple of examples of clients, um, people that I, that I work with. Uh, we have just back to tool shift to one second. We have 1400 agents around the world promoting tool ships, you know, and we now ring every single one of those agents every month, the squeaky wheel, right? And that, our agent sales have grown by about 25% um, this year, in the, in, the, in the last couple of years, really. This keeps growing. Um, a car converter. He came over here just to reduce the costs of some of the components of the conversion car, you know, American muscle cars. It was a good start for him, but he soon realized that people all over the world need these parts. He now provides the car conversion services to Hong Kong, Taiwan, and um, high-end car conversions for African um, presidents and, he would have and the never like. Considered doing it when he was back in Sydney, huh? And I, exactly, and it's you know I think you've met Heath. Have you met Heath? You've met yeah. Heath. Yeah, Heath. Yeah. Um, another example would be an IT support um, gen- team came over here to provide those services. You know, the, all the back end, all the. They have a number of levels within IT support, and he was able to provide levels one, two, and three from here and manage all the tickets, and he's got a little team here. But it didn't take him long to realise that all of the BPOs or the the, the Western-type country uh, companies within Asia – were crying out for his type of services. So he's grown yeah, from wow. he's grown from a twenty million person market to I don't know many 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 millions, a billion people market. Um, there's yeah. plenty of plenty of growth going on. That's just an, a, just another small example of how Australian business owners have grown their worldview of what's possible. That 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 helpful, Tim. Right. The more stories, the better. I mean, it, it makes it real, you know. When you start hearing about this stuff, and you know, and I, and I know that IT person you're speaking about who just all of a sudden, you know, the world opens up and that, that's incredible in itself. Um, guys, just going back to you, the guests on this webinar, if you've got any questions, maybe there's an opportunity that you're sitting on going, gee, I'd love to bring that to market. Gee, I'd love to bring that to life. Gee, I'd love to do more of this in my business, but you don't know how. Share it. Chat it through. Uh, I will continue to look at the comments and feed them back. It's in in our blood, Tim, entrepreneurs, business owners. You go with a dream. You you want to create that world. I I get these guys. I get it. Mm. And and I only wish I could – really get a message through that you don't know what's possible. You, you can't see it. You don't know what you don't know. It's a very interesting emotion that you that, that we feel. Yeah, so. interesting. Interesting. Um, Ben's asked, and I, I'm, gonna t- I'm just going to say there's a question, and, and I will tackle it in an upcoming secret because it's relevant to that. But he asks, did you find any kickback from clients on staff accents? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that, uh, Ben. The, the, well, I'll let David answer it later. Uh, Maroon, Martin asks, what risks have you had to manage? Okay, that's a fair question. As we launch into secret three, before I do, Dave, what risks have you had to manage? My greatest risk and my greatest, one of my early mistakes 
was my knowledge within my team in Sydney, that, that, that knowledge that's shared amongst all my employees. So we had a booking system and how to use that booking system, how to change it, update it and the like. I didn't manage my 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 staff, my employees on the ground in Australia in that first instance. I did not manage that as well as I should have done. I just moved too quickly for me. I started off, frankly, saying I'm going to look at one or two options, and soon realised that I was going to transform my entire way of thinking, my entire way of doing business. That didn't. That change happened too quickly, mm-hmm. and um, I was too heavy. To and I lost some of my great knowledge and put too much pressure on Alison and I and one or two people to, um, yeah, to 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 train pick and yeah, pick, pick up, up the speed. That, yeah, so that was yeah. a riff, and, I, I, and I've learned so much from that. And I can share more about, you know, obviously over time we've learned how to manage stakeholders within our organisation. So I'd love to have a further conversation with that. One of the one of the other risks um, I know is, is sort of a risk. It's it's the the kickback from others who say you're sending it all offshore, bugger you, you know. But I remember you telling me when we talked about that on the interview a couple of three years ago, Dave. That's like. Yeah, you, you are sending certain tasks and jobs offshore to the Philippines. But as a result, for example, with Sydney Tall Ships, it's grown exponentially as a result. So you've got more ships going up and down the harbour. You've got more staff on those ships. You are, you're generating more taxable income for the government. You're paying more wages. So it swings and roundabouts. And from what I can see, it looks to me that you've got to focus on what you're good at, you know, and Timbo, the, yep. the bounty, do you remember the bounty that were operated at, at Sydney Harbour there where I operate from now, or 10 or 11 yep. years ago? They couldn't make it work, and that ship, that company, that tourist attraction, um, that great thing that I, you know, the families used to be able to be involved in and learn about our heritage, well, it was mm-hmm. sold to Hong Kong, gone forever. Yeah, right. So, so I'm a pretty passionate guy. I've spent my last 10 years building it with the dream of keeping tool ships alive on Sydney Harbour. And um, I'm sorry, guys, but if I hadn't looked at an alternate ways of mm-hmm. making that work, you know, nothing would have – the whole thing would have sunk. So, Thanks for your question, yeah. Martin. I hope it answered it, mate. If it didn't, come back to us in the chat. Little known secret number three, Dave, you can implement business automation to deliver amazing customer experiences. Now, before you explain how – and what you mean by this, Dave, as a marketing guy, I've just got to say that customer experience is mission critical, I believe, to the success of a business. A customer experience is simply that from the moment a customer comes into contact with your business to the moment they buy, to, to that entire purchase transaction, to when they actually buy, to after, post-purchase, what are all those little things that you can do along the way to have that customer enjoy the experience of transacting with your business? When you get this right, it becomes a point of difference, it becomes shareable, and it becomes a way for you to completely stand out from what will be, I'm sure you operate, in a very crowded marketplace. One of the things I notice about businesses trying to create these customer experiences, because often they just require the little one percenters, is we don't get the time to do it. We don't get around to it because we're so bloody busy working 
in the business that to, that to sit back and plot a customer experience and to identify those opportunities, it's going to take time and money. Outsourcing to the Philippines can change that, Dave. Mate, can it change it? It's the backbone of everything that I that I do in my life now. It creates that freedom for Alison and I to to live the life that we've that we do. Um, Timbo, I don't know what your world is, but Infusionsoft for me for a few years was all there. This is what I needed to do. The automation, it was all fantastic. Except I never. I'm not particularly. I'm a, I mean, I'm a pretty hopeless techie guy. <laughs> um, and the time. Can, can I just? Can I just I've, got, I've got to call you on that too, mate, because that's really important for everyone on this call. We're all hopeless techie people, right? And and my view is none of us should be on the tools. If you're a vet, be a good vet. If you're a plumber, be a good plumber. He will be on the tools or she. But. My point is, when it comes to all that other stuff in running your business, the bookkeeping, the marketing, the SEO, the HR, all that stuff, outsource it. Back to you, Dave. Oh, yeah, right, Tim, I, I couldn't – that vet and those plumbers shouldn't be on the tools, by the way. But anyway, that's, that's another story. No, they shouldn't uh, be. No, no. Look, business automation – I just you called me BS on this a little while ago, a year ago. Well, I call you BS on a lot of stuff because I, I just want I, I know you're telling the truth, but I need you to kind of prove it to me because sure. the stuff that you've you, you're generating is amazing. So, guys, so how do I prove the fact that I I have a hundred thousand people a year on my tour ships, four tour ships, and and a ferry, bucks parties, private or corporate events. Any number of things going on all the time with all sorts of problems, weather, wharves, people, customers, food, and I literally spend less than 10 minutes a day working in that business. That's so, unreal. You have the people, you build the process. From you don't, you don't build it all at once. But over over a period of three to twelve months, step by step, I built the team. The team ended up building their own processes, their own structure, their own ways of getting on with the job, and literally that business turns itself over all the way through to my accounting KPIs, my my you know my cost per person on board the ships, my cost per food, all my different components of the of the business I have automatically delivered on a dashboard to me each week, each Friday morning. So that's mm. that's an ex- and that's just on tool ships, but on these days of course it's Infusionsoft. Um, we're talking about amazing customer experiences here. I think that's a key word. I built a video, my 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 raw parody video. Those videos in my in the old days used to in you know in Sydney they cost me a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. I'm impressed. I, I, I'm pretty good with, um, you know, well, yeah, sure, but thousands of dollars, right? And yeah. how many thousands of dollars can you keep putting into videos? Mm. And I've been able to produce that video. I'm able to get it out to out to all of my new prospects. I'm able to build those relationships with it automatically through Infusionsoft. Yeah. Um, I'm able to get videos done for – I think they cost me less than 15 bucks now with my own team, right? I can produce a video a day now. So um, from beginning to end, including the video shot, including the editing, including the animation. So, you know, once suddenly you've got... You've got resources. You've got resources to be, and my new video, my new website. It's all about engaging and doing videos and telling as it is. I wouldn't. Have, I was never been able to do that before, Tim. 
Yeah, brilliant, mate. Let's keep moving, Dave, because we have got two more little known secrets to share. And then uh, for those who are excited by the idea of creating more freedom, two opportunities for you. Uh, One involves you heading over there for three days. Another one involves you staying right where you are and embarking on the outsourcing journey immediately. Now, little known secret number four, tax minimisation. You can access tax minimisation strategies to unlock cash flow that only the top end of town know about. Dave? Ah, well, (laughs) this is something that not many people talk about, Tim, but frankly, it's the most, it's open to all small businesses in Australia, exactly the same as it's open to big businesses in Australia. Mm -hmm. It's made a massive difference to my life. You do not need to live offshore. You do not even need to own a company offshore, but the essence of it is there is no tax liability on active offshore profits. So in other words, uh, I, I really just, this is, this is such an important <laughs> point because when we talk about outsourcing, I started off thinking I might reduce and get one or two people going, which is a great start, fantastic, good way to get going. But of course, for now, for me, it's, it's, it's holistic. It's, there's many components that I think and I believe should be considered in getting business right to become the most competitive, to have a lowest possible cost position, to be able to win jobs because you don't have the same cost as your competition um, have. Mm. Look, frankly, you reduce your cost, which is awesome, um, makes a difference to, that, to, to your profit. Then, of course, you work on strategies, which is equally, if not more important, of increasing your revenues, building your sales. I, you know, and that, that too leads to an increased bottom, an increased profit, a paper profit. Mm-hmm. But Tim, that's awesome, except you end up in Australia paying most of that money back to the government. And, um, and it's, and that's, that's not so awesome. I, mm-hmm. um, and I, I have contacts. I'm not a tax advisor here, but I will openly say that there are strategies for Australian business owners to use, to, to use offshore labour, build business process offshore, and by setting it up correctly, legally, you will have and getting a signed off agreement by the tax uh, tax commissioner. There are people that will do that to give you peace of mind. You sleep at night. It's real. It's um. Nope. It's it's legal, and it will literally save you tens of thousands, many tens of thousands of dollars. It's all money, Tim. It's all capital that you can put back into business, um, much without yeah, much more effectively. Yeah, so. well, I think that's the key, isn't it, to be able to free up that cash to put back in the business and enjoy it. You know, might be able to take a holiday. How many business owners don't take holidays? Um, so, Tim, I need to say this, mate. I, I, I'm not. I've probably got some accountants on there. Awesome guys, except I've never met an Australian accountant yet who will give you this advice. Yeah. Who will take? Who's been doing this for ten years? The laws came into about. It came about between Australia and the Philippines in 2003. It's all above board. It's transparent. You've got to get good advice. I can show you how to do that. I can help those people get that going. We'll do the contracts to make sure that it meets particular needs. But I just, mate, no one's talking about it, but I don't know why people need to be taking advantage of it. It must have been a nice surprise, mate, because you've gone over there. You've started outsourcing the Sydney Tall Ships business. This is something you then discovered at a later date. It was like a, It was like the bonus. 
Oh, yeah, it was a nice bonus. But the biggest <laughs> bonus I ever got was when the government decided that I was uh, that because I was a export company, mm-hmm. a tall ships with a percentage of people coming on board my ships from around the world. They decided that they would pay for my setup costs, labour, airfares. Um, my wages um, in that first year of operation to become the Australian government paid me $120,000 to help in the setup of the uh, my offshore sales and marketing team. That is available to Australian businesses, and I can help you do that. So, I'm just going to reach out. Sorry, mate. Talked over you. Finish. Yeah, man. Just, uh, listeners, any questions, comments, feedback, write it in the chat. I want to know how you're going. Is this believable for you? Is this opening up your mind, as I said at the start? Remember, your mind's not going to be the same. never goes back to the original dimensions. Is it ticking the boxes? Is it, is it something that you think that you could implement in your business? Whilst we wait for some comments, Dave, little known secret number five, Filipinos become deeply loyal and will tap into your business dream very quickly. There's a there's a strong, and this is back to Ben's question uh, around, did you find any kickback from clients on staff accents? But there's a belief that, you know, maybe not a belief, but a question mark over, you know, the culture and how can the Filipinos be better than the Australians? And, you know, is there training involved? And what about security? And what about accents and trust and all those types of things? So what do you say to that, Dave? Well, two parts of that. Um, the loyal Filipinos and the, um, the potential kickback from clients. Let's deal with clients and, and how that, obviously that's something that I was told, said to me, Hundreds of times. I'm, a, I'm an iconic Australian business, the bicentennial reenactment of Australian heritage. And here I am providing all of my service, services, including all of my customer contact, every single part of my customer contact, apart from driving the ships on the harbour from the Philippines. Guys, my car, my, you test them. My my team know the ins and outs of Sydney, of the roads, when customers get lost, when people are stressed. My team are calm. They go onto Google if they're in somewhere they don't know about it. And, they, and, and, and my team are, are, are genuinely, naturally wanting in their very nature and culture to help and alleviate that stress. And time and time again, my customers give us online feedback, give me feedback, my friends give me feedback, that they, 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 the sense of loving and engagement is more than I could have ever, than, I, than, than what they've ever had before. So in hmm. other words, you give people time, you must try, you, know, you don't, don't expect your Filipino team to know the ins and outs of the rocks overnight, but um, or even some people get lost at Watson's Bay, and we'll get them there. We'll get them mm-hmm. there in in you know, to, you know the fastest possible way, depending on what the time of the day is, and we'll be on the phone with them for fifteen or twenty minutes um, without without worry because someone else is there to answer the next phone call anyway. 
So, look, um, so Tim, did I answer that okay? Yeah, you did, and and well, also there is um, there is a, there is a belief, and I see it a lot. I'm going to get a, people say I'm going to get a virtual assistant. They're going to be in the Philippines, and they're going to do everything from outbound calling to SEO to customer service to web design. It's like that per, that person doesn't exist in Australia, much less the Philippines or anywhere else. So we've got to be realistic about this. But again, in my experience, seeing what you've done with Sydney Tall Ships, seeing what others are doing within Cornerstone Business Solutions and they're out and that the way they're going about outsourcing, when you find that right person at the right price, all of a sudden you simply train that person as you would over here and they do pick up on your business dream quickly. They do buy into what you're doing. We're going to have a chat to one of the fellows who was on the tour last year uh, shortly, and I know that he set up his team over in your offices, Dave, and um, I think, uh, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but are they, are they, they're branded, they're wearing the caps, they're, they're, they're just, it's like they're in another room, except that other room happens to be, I don't know, how far is it, 10,000 kilometres? <laughs> Something oh, like that. Something like that. Oh, Tim, yeah. they, they, it's all about, like, I'm a huge believer in teams. I'm yeah. surrounded my team. In the background somewhere, um, on the other end of this line somewhere is Marie. She's running this show. She set this up for us. Um, there's my, you know, everything, you, you, just before we go on to that, I, I had a little note prepared to answer yeah. your question regarding loyalty and the difference between a Filipino and Australian. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Australian experiences, obviously not across the board, just a frustration over many years with my Australian employees. And, and not everyone likes that, but that's the reality of being a business owner. Employees, for me, were hard work. Now, a sense of entitlement in Australia versus a sense of gratitude with these people. A respect for me and Alison versus you're the boss, you can do it, mm-hmm. um, drive and hunger to learn. Their families, they've got large families relying on their individual income, okay? They, 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 they have dreams and professional aspirations, as young people do, versus Facebook and a sense of laziness. Um, I'm going out on Friday night, Saturday night. I want to, whatever, okay? Yeah. Um, here's another one. Train me, please. Give me, let me, let me, let me take ownership. I'll do this versus how much will you pay me? Mm-hmm. The, the, the great joy I have with working with teams of people here and building teams of people here is now why I've dedicated the rest of the next 10 years I've dedicated, Alice and I have both dedicated to, you know, building, making a difference to Australian, Australian business owners' lives. But frankly, we're also making a difference to the Filipino communities here. So, David, um, nicely said. Martin, I think, is challenging you. He says at the end of the day, it's good leadership that makes the difference. Oh, look, it's not going to work, Tim, if, you, if anyone out there thinks they're just going to, um, you know, pass something off. You need to create vision. You need to share what your story is. I'd recommend sending over a shirt and a hat, maybe one day getting them over to Australia, sharing your world with these guys. These guys have dreams. They... They turn up to work every morning early. We start work here at 7 o'clock in the morning to make sure we're ready to go for Australian time. Um, my team works seven days. Uh, not, they, they work weekends. Not, they don't work seven days. We have schedules, obviously, but they work Shoot. Sundays. 
there's a huge commitment here for these guys to want to please, to make their make you happy, to to get a tap, pat on the shoulder, to to get a bonus, and a bonus can be a cup of coffee at Starbucks, which is half a day's wage for, for some people, mm-hmm. or um, or we what we call red horse beers. On we have I've introduced Australian culture into my team. We have happy hour on Friday nights. It's a big part of my celebration at the end of the week as much as anybody else's. But that's mm-hmm. great positive. And, I mean, no one drinks the red horses, by the way, but they're there <laughs> and available. It's not the best beer going around. Uh, people could try it on the tour if they choose to. Um, Martin, love it, uh, th- thanks for that uh, comment, Martin. Nick, Nick says, what is the quality of the phone calls and internet in the Philippines? Nick, David is actually in the Philippines right now. I'm here in Melbourne. David is in the Philippines. Uh, the line is pretty good. Uh, yes, the Philippines have what they call brownouts, but um, that, that's when the internet goes down during a typhoon, but uh, often that's managed. Do you just want to briefly touch on that, Dave, to overcome any any fears around sure. quality of communication? Power, very, very rarely does the internet go down during um, typhoons. Power does, but we have we have big generators that kick in instantly for that. Yeah. So I mean, um, and we have, for example, three or two or three now different internet providers going into our different team into our different rooms for those servers. So if one goes down, we, we got backup. Just 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 slight slightly wrong on that front, Tim. We cover that one, okay? Love but, it. Um, yeah. So what was the Dave, first part of the question. Well, let's just keep moving. I'm conscious of time. We did start late. Not that we are going – if people need to go – Phone quality, phone quality, Tim. Phone quality. It took me six months of frustration before I got the phone right. We now have zero latency and people on my telephones right across my organisation. Australians can't tell – there is no latency between my team, my office and Australia. Test me out. Ring my tool ship team. For yourself. Brilliant. Well, I'll get the phone number in a minute. I'll, I'll get them Don't to do it. Ships. Yeah, cool. <laughs> hey, Dave, they're the secrets. Let's, let's just read them before we talk about how you can actually make this happen in your business. Secrets. Reduce your running costs by 90%. Opportunities will reveal, reveal themselves that you've never considered. You can implement business automation and deliver amazing customer experiences. You can access tax minimization strategies to unlock cash flow and the Filipinos become deeply loyal and tap into your business dream very quickly. Five secrets that you may not have known before coming on this webinar, but are absolutely true and have been put into practice, not only by Dave with Sydney Toolships, but with a lot of the other clients that are now part of Cornerstone Business Solutions. So let's look at a couple of ways that you can activate this whole outsourcing thing in your business. The first one requires you to head over there. The second one requires you to go nowhere. The freedom through outsourcing tour number two is taking place this June in the Philippines, June 13 to 15, 2016. It's me, it's David, and it's 10 of you. Just 10. It's a small tour. It's a boutique tour, and it's a very, very exciting tour. It's for you if you want to reduce costs, if you want to free up cash flow, if you want to get rid of those repetitive tasks that are costing you time and money, and if you want to take your business to the next level but just frustrated by not being able to do it entirely back here 
in Australia. This is what the tour involves. As I said, it's June 13 to 15. It's an all-inclusive package excluding airfares. It's the only thing you'll have to buy in addition. Fully hosted three-day business transformation tour. Dave, feel free to pop in any time, mate. But all I want to say, guys, is that you'll land in Manila. You will, we will visit all sorts of different outsourcing opportunities. So you get to see the spectrum of what's available to you, the Australian business owner. Everything from a dedicated marketing agency to a call centre to a place where you can hire people online and manage them 100% yourself to bookkeeping agencies to virtual assistant businesses to businesses that are actually doing outsourcing themselves and having them, having the owners explain how they do it. Timbo, in in essence, there are so many different ways of doing business here, different different models for different people. And I, uh, what, I get questioned um, sometimes, but I actually I literally take you to different BPO providers, business process outsourced providers. I take you to a couple of fantastic people that I highly recommend, and a couple of people that I don't. But it's and you can see the difference. It's you know. Well, well, I think and I think that's important because. We hear about things like, you know, jobsonline.ph or we hear about things like, you know, a, an Upwork or a freelancer. We hear about how, oh, people, oh, I've got a virtual assistant. She works from home. She lives in Manila. Um, and and there, are, there are so many options. And as the business owner, you've got to find the option that's right for you. And necessarily going with the, the $3 an hour virtual assistant who works from home sounds good might not be the best option, you know. So the idea is in this tour, you get to see all the options. Four nights deluxe accommodation in four and five star hotels, all meals and drinks, including Red Red Horse, uh, <laughs> while it's on the business tour. Um, all transport in a very comfortable minibus um, includes Wi-Fi while we're on the roads. They're great opportunity. I remember last year, Dave, just going between the different businesses was a great opportunity for the motivated business owners inside that bus to share stories, to share, you know, for you to answer the questions. I mean, very, very powerful little, almost like little mastermind groups as we go between these businesses. Um, It really works. Manila pickup, uh, airport pickup and transfers, one-hour pre-tour offshoring consultation, right, to get your head right with David where he spends the time to get your mindset right for when you go over there, you can make the most of the time there. You've got a one-hour post-tour offshoring consultation and a customised offshoring cost and savings report that you can share with your stakeholders. Might be your husband, might be your wife, might be your business partner. And then there is, of course... There is some fun. I would argue that there's fun from start to finish. We had a lot of fun on last year's tour, but there is a bonus fourth day and fifth night where you do some volcano off-roading uh, on an ATV vehicle. So well, um, I, I really believe in putting <laughs> fun into the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and doing something to, 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 to rock the boat, To yeah, something to make it really memorable. And that's the type of experience I put into all of my business strategies, by the way. So. Well, business should be fun, and maybe it's not fun because you can't find the money all the time. So this will solve that. Dave, um, I, I did say there was an outrageous offer uh, at the start of this webinar, and if you choose to go on the tour, guys, on tour number two, um, 
Dave's throwing in this business, this comprehensive outsourcing blueprint, which is it's worth nine thousand nine hundred bucks. This is what it includes: one full day on site, not excluding not not including airfares, with Gary Bartlam. Who Gary is the our business transition specialist for Cornerstone. He's based in Brisbane. But he's the guy who can help you transition your business into this flat world outsourcing model. Then you get seven workshops via Skype. Discovery session, how to do business in the Philippines, defining your outsourcing strategy, tax office engagement, tax minimization and country structure strategy, asset protection strategy, and a funding growth strategy. And that all results in a comprehensive outsourcing blueprint. It's valued at $9,900. If you choose to go on the tour this year, David will provide that free of charge, which is incredibly generous. Um, I won't tell you a couple of the other offers he wanted to include as well, (laughs) because David would literally give away the boat if he could. But he's only got six of them, so that would that, that would limit it. This is people. I, I, just before we go on there, I introduced yeah. the blueprint concept, Tim, because I had stakeholders in Sydney Harbour tall ships, and I only wish one of the greatest mistakes I made was not really doing my homework and understanding what the potential was, and and identifying what the risks were as well. This document, this work by by Gary. Gary's been a big. I should everyone should know this. Gary's been an amazing part of my life. Um, business process. He's he is the detail. He is making sure that we cross our T's and dot our I's. And um, Gary's an amazing guy. He spent his whole life doing this. So I'm, and I'm making that to, making available to these to you guys because that whole that whole transition can be a little bit scary. And you know, some people just dip their toe in and get a VA for a few hours a week. Others say, you know what, give me the team now. And, and making that transition uh, with the help of Gary is, is just makes it a whole lot easier and smoother and fun and enjoyable. And you're allowed to have fun and enjoyment in business. <laughs> Dave, um, here's what other people say who went on the tour last year. Damien says, I've always wanted to play big in business. Coming over here, I can now see it's possible. Damien's gone from strength to strength. Uh, Brent said, every dream I had as an entrepreneur, I can now make come true with leverage of labour versus money in this economy. It's amazing. Uh, old Nat. Nat said, I've always struggled with working way too much. I feel your pain, Nat. Now I have the answers to solve that problem. She looks in pain there, but that was pre, <laughs> that was pre-tour. She's now smiling. <laughs> Her eyes are wide open. Um, Sean, now you're on the call, mate. Sean just said, jump on the tour now. And old Ryan says, I never realised the scale of what's available to us small business owners in the Philippines. And I, um, Ryan is on the call now, and I know Ryan is, has, has, has just had some significant shifts in his business since uh, engaging some outsourcing options. Dave, I'd love to unmute Ryan, and I am going to do that right now. Um, I think I am. I'm going to try. Um, while I do that, um, in fact, Marie, I know you're on the call with us as well. Um, could you help me do that, unmute Ryan? Because I'm just going to refer to one of the questions in the – I think he's there and he's, he's muted. Ryan, you're muted. I'm going to unmute you. Can I unmute you? Let me do that. Marie, I'm going to see if you can unmute him. Um, I'm oh, here. there he is. is that, g'day, Ryan. G'day. 
I was going to address Chris's question, but before I do that, how are you, mate? Um, now, Ryan, I'm going to call you Rhino because that's what I called you <laughs> on the tour last year. We had a lot of fun, mate. You have Punch Buggy Digital. You're on the northern beaches in Sydney. Can you just give us a quick kind of one, two-minute overview of where you were pre-tour? What was the little aha moment you had in regards to the outsourcing? And where are you now? Yeah, no problem. Um, so basically, our business growth was regulated by the output um, that we could drive out of our team here locally. Um, like anyone, we didn't want to burn out ourselves and our employees, so we had to look at other options um, to help grow the business in a more aggressive uh, fashion without those negative impacts. Um, I did a bit of networking here with other agency owners um, and soon worked out that probably about 90-plus percent of them had uh, local teams here and also offshore. Um, so my, my personal reasons to move offshore was to have the ability to to afford more team resources here to avoid that overworking or burning out my local staff, um, also to explore some a more centralised location to tackle the bigger international markets out there, not just Australia. And um, also we're struggling to hire locally. We're based up on the northern beaches of Sydney, which is a bit of a niche area and mainstream competitions such as heavily invested startups in Sydney seem to be taking up most of the resources around available to us here locally. Um, so we start off with two people uh, there in the Philippines and we're up to five now with one being a team leader. So, you know, the end, end goal to date is we can now have a faster turnaround on our projects without suffering with quality. Um, we can afford to dedicate more time um, and deliver, you know, a higher quality assurance on those products. Um, whereas, you know, before that, we were just push, push, pushing with the limited resources we had and unfortunately that, you know, suffers in quality. Um, so quality is just, the, you know, a massive thing that we really want to do. We want to lead the industry with the highest standards that we can deliver. And it's also given me um, more more time to work on the relationships we have with our clients and provide better customer service. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, people like David might have um, his team doing that customer service where I like to be the front of the business um, and the strategy, sit down with the strategy of the clients and do that. So it allows me to have a lot more time to do that now. Um, I guess just some tips and things that I've learned along the way is, you, you know, people think, okay, how do, I, how do I treat these guys and just forget all that. You just treat them exactly the same as your local team. Mm -hmm. They're just an extended part of your team or just another office. You know, could, we've had we've always had uh, remote workers as well. I've got um, guys up in Queensland as well as down here and some, some off in Canada too. So it's really no different. Um, you know, treat them the same. Make sure both or all teams are uh, heavily invested in communicating with each other um, and make sure they're contributing to the same company goals and values. Um, and, you know, it's, it's simple things like if you have local team meetings, make sure you, you, you get everyone to join in. So it's just a... It's one big team, essentially. You know, just they're just the, the good things that I've sort of found along the way, which which helps everyone um, form and communicate. Brilliant, mate. And, and for you, I know you why you run the business with your wife. Um, for you two, um, how's your headspace now uh, in terms of you know looking at your business and getting more opportunities to work on it? Well, it wasn't smooth sailing. Um, we we went from two to two to five pretty quickly, and like with any, if you were to hire two to five people here locally, 
um, you work doubles before it starts to lighten. Um, and we realised how many missing processes we had and things that weren't documented. So it, it's, we've, we've sort of rushed it through and um, done it. So it's been busy, busy, busy months, but now it's starting to pay off. So, you know, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't expect to, you know, automatically get there, but you need to make sure you set aside time to, you know, not just have resources sitting there, but you can, you know, actually be giving them methodical work and the way you want it done. So, um, And, Ryan, just to finish off, mate, in terms of bottom line, and I don't expect you to share numbers, but how has this outsourcing journey affected the bottom line of Punch Buggy Digital? Um, definitely on output, I think um, we, we were backlogged, to be honest. So, I mean, uh, in numbers. Oh, my there you go, numbers. mate. The phone's oh, going already. Let's <laughs> <laughs> unplug the old phone in the background there. Okay? Yeah, you're um, right. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in numbers, I, I don't think we're at a stage here. I can sort of look at that. We, we just had work lined up out the door and around the corner that we need to get through, and I couldn't see the, how we're going to actually achieve that. So, and then, and then you know, getting through it. But locally, I couldn't afford to throw much more resource at it, if you know what I mean. So it's given me the ability to now get that work out the door to the quality stand that we wanted. Yeah, and right. from, like I said, my my goal moving over there was simply to add resources to the team. So it's potentially probably cost me more at this stage, but we've got the company into a shape of where it is. That's our values, our standards. You know, yeah. I don't want to be putting out work that's just not to the quality that that we endorse. Good on you, mate. Um, hey, Ryan, th- thank you for sharing, buddy. Uh, I know you. it was a lot of fun on the tour with you. You're a bit cheeky every now and then, but, you know, I can deal with that. <laughs> and uh, I'm so glad it's had a big impact. Uh, so uh, this is the – I, I, I wish I had this button when you were on the tour with me last year, but I'm now going to mute you. To mute me. No <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Thanks. Hey, guys, thank you, Ryan. Um, uh, as I say, okay, so you've heard from you, you know what the tour includes. You've heard from those who have been on it before. Here is the pricing of the tour. Remember, you also get the $9,900 um, blueprint. One person, it's $3,490. For twin share, it's $2,990. It's 100% tax deductible. It includes everything but your airfares. You've just got to find your way over to Manila and everything else is taken care of. If nothing more, it's a wonderful holiday. And you can find out um, links to both uh, the landing page. Well, actually, the sales page will you'll find in the toolbar or the, the chat room, I'm going to call it, of your webinar page. Uh, that should be coming up. It has come up as an offer now. Um, you'll, you'll see that on the right-hand side. So you can click through there. You can also go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash freedom. You'll see a little video of me and then uh, links to the sales pages. If you want to act on it, I would encourage you to do so. There are only 10 seats. It is only a small tour. You can reserve your seat now by calling that number on your screen, 029083-6689, or you can email David directly at cornerstonebusinesssolutions.com.au. And if you think, yeah, you know what, the tour sounds good, can't find the time to get there or for whatever reason, maybe you just want to start outsourcing now, you can do that as well. We'd love to see you on the tour, but if you want to book a discovery call with David, there is a second offer going up in your control panel. Now, Dave, do you just want to touch on the discovery call before we finish up? The discovery call. So that's 50 minutes with Gary. 
Um, in fact, if, you, if anyone particularly wants to talk to me, I'm, I'm 100% available for that as well. But Gary's actually qualified. He's been doing this for many years. He'll want to know where you're at, where you want to go, what some limitations are, and he'll put together, you know, it's all about you and, and putting together a realistic plan, a simple outline of what might be possible within your organisation. There's no charge for that. It's, um, it's just something that we're offering to get people, to help people with their questions and help people understand that some of the fears that are around outsourcing. Yeah, love it. And, and I know for a fact, David, there's, there is going on the tours one thing, and I would encourage those who want to expand their mind even more to, to, to join us on the tour. I'll just put that slide back. Um, but the other thing is, if you are ready to just start that journey to get your first virtual assistant or to put a web, to, put a web team together or maybe a content writer or a bookkeeper or an outbound calling person, whatever it may be, you can start right now. So you can call that number or you can reserve that your seat uh, on the tour. Dave, um, there's a couple of things here. Just, just Chris has asked um, to restate the, the idea of getting this government subsidy to establish an offshoring sales and marketing team. Um, I, I'm going to just suggest, um, Chris, um, if you want to call that number, um, no, get Chris, just get Chris to ring me, get anyone's available to do this, but send me a personal email, Chris, David at Cornerstone Business Solutions, and let's catch up. I'll, I'll share everything I've got with you. If I can help, Great. I will. Um, Dean, we, we are coming to the end. I am going to just give you 30 seconds to post a question or a comment. If there's anything on your mind about what we've covered, maybe it's one of the five secrets. Maybe it's the quality of the hotels we stay at on the tour. Maybe it's, you know, do I have to sit next to Tim the whole time while we're on the bus? You know, that type of stuff. We can work through that. Um, but um, if you've got any questions whatsoever, I encourage you to act on them now. Um, the tour um, was a great one last year. It was a full house, and we're looking to do another full house this year and, and have a lot of fun and, as I said, expand your mind along the way. Not a question in sight. That means we've either bored the pants off them, Dave, or they're completely in awe of what's possible. I'm hoping it's the latter. But um, any any final words, Dave? I'd like to ask um, if it's possible to just to ask a really simple poll, what's mm. the biggest roadblock for get, for you to get started in outsourcing right now in, as a poll? So um, okay. I've got it. Um, I'm going to do that, and I've just put that poll up. So on the, and the, let's see what people have to say. On the right-hand side, on your control panel, guys, what's the biggest roadblock for you to get started in outsourcing? You can just simply click on the... Uh, on what you want to choose. Fear of losing control, partners, stakeholders don't agree, possible employee kickback, perceived un-Australian, my company is not big enough. Yeah, that's interesting. I just really find it interesting what's holding people back mm -hmm. and um, where people are at because we're all at different stages of our businesses, right? Mm -hmm. I recommend getting involved earlier rather than later. So anyway. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, totally. Well, people are saying my company's not big enough. I, I I think that, yeah, as you say, you know, like it's – why wait? What points are going to be big enough? Maybe there's a cash flow issue. But even then, if there's a cash flow issue, then it's going to be softened by outsourcing. Someone said fear of losing control. A couple of people said fear of losing control. That's interesting. What do you say to that, Dave? 
Uh, it's what we haven't talked about today is what's called a co-managed team. So you actually, like Ryan, he has total control of his team, a total control of the output and what they're working on, their different projects. We support them on those on that day today, providing IT, HR, training, all the different components that make up the team on the ground. Here, we'll, we'll we get involved with. But um, so you don't mm. lose any control. You actually—it's no different to having your own team in your own office. I think, yeah. I think so, it's a good mindset to have. I mean, as as Ryan said, you know, this is—he's got people up in Queensland. It's just like again, he's got people in the Philippines. We we we. You don't want to make bigger of it than it is. It's just having another team elsewhere. Um, Tapo says, he says, I need another option for that poll. I haven't had staff before and I'm unsure on how to train, get started and have the time to set it all up, David. Cool. So that's, we have half of our clients in our in our in our rooms only have one employee here, and it's it's an MVA, a marketing VA, or a general VA, and we have a whole stack of programs, marketing type of programs, proven strategies from LinkedIn, um, all the way through to. Um, tele, through to telemarketing and data mining, dependent just on a marketing type of front, mm-hmm. that my team, our account manager, will talk to you and work with you depending on what your goals are. So share with us what your goals are and let somebody else, your team member here, build that for you. Uh, and that's what the account manager does. You don't have to know everything there is to know about it, but you do have to know where you want to go to so we can help you get there. Love it. Guys, we're going to wrap things up. Um, I would, inc- if you are even just a little bit excited by what this outsourcing to the Philippines could offer your business, I would encourage you without any obligation whatsoever, and I warn you, David is very generous, to either call that number, have a chat to Gary, or email David directly with any of your questions, any of your doubts. Um, and see where that goes because, you know, there's that wonderful old, um, there's that wonderful saying, Dave, if you think what you've always thought, you'll do what you've always done. And if you get, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. And I think, you know, there's never been a better time to have a small business in Australia. There's never been a better time, as I say, to market a small business in Australia. And part of that is the ability to offload some of those tasks, some of those jobs that free you, the business owner, up to build that beautiful baby of yours into the empire it deserves to be. Well, there you go, team. Do you enjoy that? I hope you benefited from it. I hope I see you in the Philippines in June. Head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash freedom And as I said, there's a little video there of me and links to both of those offers. If you can't make the tour and you want to start outsourcing, I encourage you to get in contact with David. And uh, as he said, his email address is david at cornerstonebusinesssolutions.com.au. Hey, plenty of marketing gold coming your way in the weeks ahead. Next episode, we are joined by longtime listener and small business big marketing forum member Nick May. Nick owns a painting business in Colorado. He's recently launched two podcasts. He's now entering the speaking circuit. He's on fire, I've got to tell you, and he's going to share what's working for him and his painting business. Hey, speaking of the forum, 
got an exclusive, another exclusive members webinar coming up with founder magazine's Nathan Chan, who's going to take us right inside his highly profitable Instagram strategy. You're going to love that. You need to be a forum member. Join the forum over at crankmymarketing.com. Well, there you go. That's the bonus episode. Until next week, I am Timbo Reid. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.